Until 1972, the NCAA restricted freshman athletes from playing varsity sports. That meant perhaps the most heralded basketball recruit of all time, Lou Alcindor from Power Memorial High School in New York City, would play for the UCLA freshman team in the 1965-66 season. The future Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, arguably the greatest basketball player ever, was asked many years later, after he had scored more points than anyone in the history of the sport, who was the best player that ever guarded him? Or maybe they asked him who was the most physical, or perhaps it was who was the dirtiest. Anyhow, the three-time Collegiate Player of the Year and six-time NBA champion replied, Bob Klein, USC freshman team. Klein, a football recruit from St. Monica High School in Santa Monica, was playing freshman basketball for the men of Troy after a meager four-game frosh football season. Had the NCAA allowed Al Cinder to play varsity basketball and Klein to play varsity football, we might never have known who was the greatest defender of the greatest scorer in the history of basketball. I'm a Venice, California-born, Los Angeles-based sports fan, one that has played, coached, announced, and promoted sports my whole life. My love affair with sports started in my own backyard and has led me to this podcast. Thanks to the support of the Amateur Athletic Union in East Bay, I'm excited to bring you Sports Stories with Denny Lennon. Hello, sports historians. Welcome to Audio Video Podcast, episode number 59 of Sports Stories with Denny Lennon. This is part one of our four-part series with a standout tight end from the 1967 USC National Championship football team. He went on to a stellar NFL career with the Los Angeles Rams and the San Diego Chargers before an even more successful career as a business and family man. He's a lifelong Pacific Palisades resident. He's Bob Klein. Before we go any further... It's time to introduce the 2010 first-team all-conference basketball player from City College of San Francisco, the same school, by the way, that O.J. Simpson was an all-conference selection in football for some 45 years earlier, before he joined Bob Klein at USC. Here's Marley Rice. Wow, so me and O.J. are like on the same level of sports, pretty much, is what Kind you're of, I guess, Great. sure. Awesome. Well, besides listening to us on all the audio platforms, be sure to follow us on YouTube. You can find us at youtube.com slash SSDL. You can also watch us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 9 a.m. on cable TV on LA 36, and that's Pacific Time. And you can also watch us on your mobile device on Roku, Fire, Apple TV by downloading our app at thsn.app. And all this info, you can find it on our website at sportsstoriesdl.com. Nice. Uh, remember, my Twitter handle is at sportsstoriesdl. Hopefully, you'll follow me there. I'm going to be doing a lot of polls, uh, Bob Klein-themed polls, USC, Rams, Chargers, all kinds of fun stuff. I do want to make a note. This was a very special interview for me. Bob Klein was a childhood hero of mine. I often put on my Rams jersey and pretended to be Klein catching passes from the Rams quarterback, James Harris, in my own backyard. In this episode, we cover his years growing up in the Palisades, playing and working at the beach, his time at St. Monica High School, and then at the University of Southern California, catching the passes and throwing the blocks that paved the way for O.J. Simpson to win the Heisman, the Trojans to win the national championship in 67, and the team to appear in three Rose Bowls. We once again were fortunate enough to shoot this interview at Casablanca Restaurant in Venice. Our most sincere thanks 
Carlos Haro Sr., Carlos Haro Jr., and the staff. If you're watching on our YouTube channel, hopefully you'll enjoy the cinematic look courtesy of Chris Allport and Bob McCall of the Allport Productions Alpha Command Unit. Okay, from Venice, California, here's my interview with Bob Klein. Please note this interview was recorded on November 13th, 2020. We were just talking about uh, coming here to Casablanca, and it had been a while for you. Been a long time. Yeah. Uh, this, uh, f- for a, a few years, um, I uh, came down in, a, in a, a school bus and turned left at this corner on Lincoln down to, to Penmar because that's where, and I was at St. Monica's, that's where we actually practiced. We did not have a, still don't have a field. Still don't have a field. So we, ha- yeah. we came down there and got it done, and, uh, and we did win some football games, so that didn't hold us back <laughs> at all. I love it. Uh, love it. And then I've, I've been here for, through the years, of course, a number of times, and it's a great yeah. restaurant. It is a great restaurant. Now, um, uh, as we know, Wikipedia is always right about everything. <laughs> Yes. But I read, uh, you were born in Southgate, is that correct? Yes. Oh, okay. In, in, a, uh, in a clinic, okay. no, no hospital. Oh, um, wow. Okay. Yeah, my mom was uh, a native-born uh, Angelino, um. and she met my dad uh, during the Second World War at, at Douglas Aircraft. Oh. Okay. My dad uh, flunked out of uh, flight school, which we so he, he he wanted to be associated with planes, so he started building planes and met my mom. Okay. And uh, and that's how how it all started. And um, in, in our family, we 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 got a big tradition of volleyball. We love volleyball. Sure. I'm sure we'll talk about that. But yep. that's where my mom and dad met. They met on, at down at Sorrento on the beach oh, in Santa right? Monica. Oh. They both lived in apartments up on the Palisades, and and you go down the incline. That's where you ended up. Oh wow! And so um, my uh, ever my whole childhood was spent. That's why I got skin dam- damage, <laughs> yeah. sun damage all over. I know. It was on the do. beach. That was yeah. what we did. So how long until you moved into the Palisades? Um, well, fortunately enough, I I, uh, I had a contract with the Rams right when I got out of college. Okay. And um, so uh, Joanne, my wife, current wife, is uh, uh, we started um, first grade together. First grade. At, at Corpus Christi in the Palisades. And um, so uh, having a, a professional contract, uh, so we got married um, right after graduation. Okay. And started a family. We uh, got, got pregnant on the honeymoon and had our uh, first daughter uh, nine months and six days after our wedding day. So it's Corpus It's our only daughter, by the way. So yes, it is. Yeah. Yes, I, I know her. Um, is, is Corpus Christi always been on that same location? Is it always mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And I think, um, you're, you, were your parents uh, part of the family? They the were part of the families? original, yeah, founding group of, of uh, parents and parishioners that, that started great. that. And the uh, at the time, um, there was evidently two, a couple of pieces of property that, that were available from the archdiocese. And uh, one was that site where they're on. The other one was where St. Matthew's is, up sure. the Envenita, which the is Invenita. a beautiful piece of property. Yeah, it is. Big grounds. But at that time, that was kind of outside of the Palisades because things didn't really go too much further than Bienvenida, Las Casas, and some of those streets. So they wanted to be in the center of town. So sure. I grew up on lower Bienvenida um, and spent my whole life in the Palisades. And never That's the only place I've ever lived. That's it. Yeah, that's yes. it. So yeah. we got married and, and uh, had, because I signed a contract, I had money to buy a house. <laughs> oh, that's stayed, oh, yeah, fantastic. And, yeah. So you're, uh, you're at Corpus Christi, I would suppose. Was the YMCA around then? 
So I know that played a part in a lot of young people's lives, but I don't know if no, it was around. No, it hadn't started yet. Uh, the only thing we did have was we had the new Palisades Park. Sure. And it had a gymnasium, the same old gymnasium that's there yeah. now. Uh, so the things that we had uh, really kind of kept us busy was were Little League Baseball. We had that. Yeah. And, uh, and um, there was a basketball league there. Uh, no high school yet. Um, so that was that was pretty much what kids did. Yeah. Besides the beach. Besides the beach. The beach was a big part of our lives. Yeah. That. Yeah. yeah you know, I, I, when I talked to Sam Lagana, who you of course know, yep. we talked about that. Like uh, it was similar in Venice growing up. Uh, you got a, you know a couple years on me, but you know similar in the Palisades. You spent so much time down at the beach. Yeah. And just playing and recreating. So the way I met a lot of of, of kids that I ended up going to uh, to high school with and stuff. Um, was at, I worked at Nini's, Nini's at the beach. Nini's. So Nini's, it was Nini's famous weenies. Okay. But Austin Nienhauser was a guy who my sister, who's two years older than me, worked for, along with a, with a bunch of kids from from St. Monica's. And um, so she said, do you want to go to work? And and you, you, you get you get paid a uh, dollar fifty an hour. Hey, that's that's it was, a little it bit was a lot days. then. It really yeah. was a lot then. And I, got, I learned to be a short order cook. Okay, okay. And so I still this day I can still cook. <laughs> well, yeah. That's that is a good <laughs> you bet. that's a yeah. good one. Yeah. I wish I would have kept my skills because I worked in a bunch of restaurants too before I settled in yeah. coaching. But I, I somehow lost my skills along the so, way. So one of the it was better for me to be behind the grill because when I first started there I was at the window and as soon as your friends find out you're at the window that's the worst. Yeah, they they <laughs> want everything. Yeah, I'm curious. Um, so you're playing ball, uh, and, and I'm guessing you're playing what other youth leagues and, and so forth. Was there um, was there anybody who took like an interest in you, coached your teams, who kind of said, "Hey, you know, you're pretty good at this." Well, the street that I grew up on, Lower Bienvenida, every single house was full of of kids, and so yeah. young families. And it just so happens that on either side of of our our house were two guys, um, Dick Hay and, and Woody Bray, and these guys um, played at uh, Santa Monica College okay. and at Samuel High. Okay. And um, so I was a big gangly kid, and uh, I would babysit for the, for them. Okay. And when they found out that I you know, was a freshman and started to play football, you know, I'd go over to babysit, and I'd get 15 minutes of what an arm shiver was and how to get the oh, guy off of you. Great. And so I had that kind of upbringing. Uh, and uh, so, uh, and I was big, so then naturally they're going to turn me into a football player. But, um, you know, I've, the yeah. football has been fantastic, but I've, I've loved every sport that I've ever been involved with. Yeah. Bas- played some basketball, a lot of basketball, a lot of basketball. Um, and baseball. Couldn't hit a curve, so that baseball was not going to be a long <laughs> career not for the me. Only one. I just don't want that, that, that thing hit me. In it? <laughs> what if it doesn't break kind of thing, you know? So anyway, uh, like it was... A neighborhood and a community where there was uh, tons of kids. Uh, you know, yeah. families had one car; they didn't have two cars. We did we did a lot of things at the beach, a lot of things in the community, and it was a great place to grow up. What um, made you choose St. Monica? I would imagine was Loyola High School even in your consideration? Loyola was. Um, so uh, there were 65 kids in our graduating class. That's 65. At, that's at, how at, many kids there were in, right. in a first grade. Can you imagine being a teacher? That's and a, to wait, trying to handle wait, 65 wait, one kids. Cl- you didn't have split classes? No. One class. One class. 65 kids. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why I think it was okay if the, if the teacher, teachers were allowed to put their hands on you, pull their ears, do whatever, whatever it might take, you know. Oh, wow. But by the time, of course, we got to, to junior high school, we were much better behaved. Um, but so um, in that class, there was no Santa Monica Freeway. 
Okay. So how do you get how do you get to Loyola on Venice, way, way downtown? Okay. And a, they were only it, right? out of our class of let's say 30, 35 guys. There were only I think three that went to Loyola because their dads worked downtown Los Angeles. So and, they could. And the way you got there was Olympic or Venice or one of those. Olympic and, or Venice. Yeah. Okay. And um, so going to St. Monica's was convenient. Uh, the uh, the number nine bus, blue bus, ran back and forth. Mm. And also, yeah. frankly, um, the way I got home back and forth was hitchhiking. Yeah. Which you wouldn't even hear that now. But, I mean, I could stand right down there um, on the corner of Chautauqua and PCH, and, and, and every everybody knew me. I mean, I That's stood the there for you, two minutes yeah. before I got, I got taken and dropped off. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, anyway, the bus and that kind of thing, and no cars and so forth. So, uh, it's great. So it's wild when you get to um, high school too, because you you'll, you meet people and you don't realize it then. You realize it now that you'll know the rest of your life. Yeah. And they come from the various Catholic schools, and uh, Saint Monica. I suppose at that time was Saint Bernard just starting. They had, and they were they were our big rival. Okay. Um, so the, the teams that were really competitive, Bishop Montgomery was just starting, and we we played them in basketball quite a bit. Okay. Alamany. Alamany had some some Out good athletes. Mm -hmm. um, and so, but St. Bernard's was, was really the, the, the big one. That, Angelus League at the time? Yeah. Yeah, Angelus yeah. League, yeah. yeah. That still, that still remains a little and bit. And we, we played um, we, we played some uh, teams every once in a while. We played Modern Day Ooh. when they were, I think, about the only Catholic high school in Orange County. Yeah. And we, uh, we, we played them and just got our, just, we well, played in the Santa Ana Bowl down there. You gotta imagine how many kids they were uh, pulling at that time. I yeah. wanted to, uh, Remind you of, uh, so this is the St. Monica gym. Ah, uh, yes, look at Isn't that. Isn't that kind of fun? Yeah, let me just, I gotta get my keepers <laughs> on her. Oh, yeah, oh my God. Look at that St. Monica gym, look boy. At, look I, at, the, I mean, look at that, that leap, yeah. <laughs> not good. bad. Not, hey, look at those jerseys, huh? Knocking down that jersey, I yeah. mean, knocking down that jumper. Yeah. And then here's, here's a good pose, I like this one. Well, that was, who is that young man? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I noticed um, I we, we went to, we went to dig that. in here and find you, but it looked like you got cropped out of the picture over here on the side. <laughs> I did. That's, that's only half my head there. Yeah. Come and that's, Cord, that's Woody Bray. That's that, that, my coach. That, yeah. That's him. Yeah. yeah. He's, so a Samo, he's a Samo High guy. This would have been the year right before. Which one's Woody over here? Or no, over right, right over here. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Um, so... You do quite well in, in a number of sports. So you play baseball. Did you run track as well? I did. I, so you uh, found a way to I, manage I ran, all four. Um, I ran. Um, I, <laughs> I ran the uh, a leg on the on the relay team. Okay. So before I started having um, serious orthopedic issues from football, I could really move <laughs> quite well. I, you know, I've had six knee operations. Oof. So yeah. um, before that, before my first knee operation, I, I was pretty quick. I ran. Uh, I ran on the relay team, and I ran the four forty. Okay. Which is a death march. Yeah, it is. And I threw, threw the shot. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, as, as a matter of fact, um, I ended up doing really well in CIF my senior year, uh, throwing the shot. And the, the reason shot. was um, uh, Woody Bay and these guys that I was talking about, my coach, went to Semohai, and they had a guy that was in their class by the name of Perry O'Brien. Okay. He, he happened to have thrown the shot in, in four four Olympics in oh, the world, oh, oh, world champion. Oh, yeah. And so um, one day they they talked him into coming over and helping me out a little bit. And so that's my senior year. And um, so I'm going to USC on a football scholarship. 
And one of the things um, I didn't play, I didn't play football my senior year because I was badly injured the last game of my my uh, oh, junior year. Didn't realize so that. I was not allowed to play. So I, I got I played basketball and I ran track and stuff, but I, I still started working out. I started lifting weights and doing that stuff okay. when nobody was doing that. Sure. The only guys were doing it were Muscle Beach and other places. And, yeah, and, uh, I was going to say that wasn't yeah, common. And they, they thought it would mess you up for sports. Right. And so the combination of lifting weights and this kind of stuff, and then Perry O'Brien, first thing he does to me, he says, well, tell me, tell me what you're doing now. Because we, we had finished league and we were going into CIS. He says, okay, to begin with, what you're going to do for just the next couple weeks is you're going to stop lifting weights. <laughs> That's going to be that. And so we went to the league finals. And I stopped lifting weights the week before. I threw like five or six feet further oh, because wow. my body was just better rested. Awesome. And I didn't need it because I was stuffed. Okay. And so, you know, I, I ended up uh, running track and and, uh, and having a great, great time doing that. And once again, you know where we practice for, you know, Memorial, Memorial, Memorial sure. on, on Olympic? Sure. You know how you, we didn't have a track, so we ran around the infield. We ran around the baseball diamond. The, the four know, baseball. Yeah, he had a clock on us. You know, so <laughs> where we may do. How did you um, like, especially your junior, sophomore years, or whatever? How did you balance four sports? That seems, or or was that just always it, part of your life? Um, sports and academics. I actually think you know, and I think most people figure this out is if you, uh, the more free time you have, the more trouble you get in. So you can fit it all in. Yeah. You know. Um, and I, I, I really, uh, I really learned a lesson um, because uh, the, the schools that I kind of aspired to go to, mm-hmm. um, UCLA, SC, and, and really Notre Dame, and then I had a, also an inkling about going to the Ivies because my dad's brother was a um, well-known uh, football player at Dartmouth. Oh, okay, sure. He, uh, they grew up in Chicago, and as a matter of fact, in those days, it's, it's a great story because. Mm-hmm. They hired, uh, it was New Trier High School, which is in Evanston, Illinois, okay. famous high school in this country. Uh-huh. And they hired his coach to become the head coach at Dartmouth. And 14 guys went to Dartmouth all in the same year. Different standards <laughs> in those days. I was going to say. So, so I heard uh, the, 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 coach, the coach's name was Bob Blackman mm-hmm. when, I was, when I was coming out of high school. And, he, and when, I was, when I was a sophomore, uh, he started recruiting in the Western United States. And was and so uh, I had an uncle that played. I had this guy that was talking to me, wow. and so I started, started coming out. West. Yeah, I started looking at that, and the standards for the Ivies were a little bit bit higher than some sure. West Coast out here. So, so I knew I had to be serious if I really wanted to consider that. But but that then, was always on your mind. Was it always on your mind? To, yeah, a little to, bit. To, to and, play and, at a until high level school until um, when the push came to shove, hmm. and I, I needed to really select. And uh, I think the people that were really advising me were, were saying. You know, if you can go to Notre Dame and you can go to SC yeah. or UCLA out here, and you want to stay out here, want to stay uh, out? You, yeah, you ought to, you ought to be thinking about staying Be- here. Besides those three, does anybody else recruit you? A few others? Um, Washington, uh, the University of Washington. Uh, as a matter of fact, the University of Washington. I'm a, I'm a senior. The, of course, now you know our, my grandkids and stuff are getting recruited. <laughs> They go on trips. Yeah. I don't know. I don't trips. understand the rules, frankly. Yeah. But you didn't go on a trip until you were until you were a senior. And okay. Uh, okay. yeah, yeah. So um, and you'd even go on trips like you got to go on um, three recruiting trips. Okay. So I went to I went to Washington. Uh, I went to um, SC, and I went to Notre Dame. 
And I and when I went to Washington, um, I uh, one of the things that um, it's the first time, by the way, it's the first time I'd ever flown on an airplane. I'm a senior. What was up to Seattle? Yeah. That's fun. Yeah, that's, so that's kind of how simple things though, were right? in those days, yeah. <laughs> I flew, uh, and I flew to Notre Dame, flew into uh, O'Hare, and got on a little uh, DC-3 and flew into South Bend. Yeah, <laughs> and then exciting. I went down, and I went down to, I actually, um, one of the things that um, UCLA, it was Tommy Frotho, it was yeah, Tim, the and John McKay at USC. Um, one of the things that they did at UCLA that kind of intrigued me was that they, they uh, had John Wooden call me a couple times oh. and let me know that I would be very welcome to play basketball. So if you think about that team, That's, so I, I ended you, up you going would, to SC, you and that was great. I wouldn't choose, but guess who Guess who? Al Sender, yeah. Lucia Salen. Uh, Kenny Heights. Kenny Heights. Lynn oh. Shackelford. And Shaq, wow. Yeah, so that would have been a place, place someplace for me. <laughs> So I ended up going to SC and playing on a national championship football team, yes, and I did. could have gone. I could have gone the other way and maybe hung around. It was and, a, and it was a, it was a pump in time in in LA for um, for yeah. the colleges. I mean, you know, SC, UCLA were always competitive. With Notre Dame at the time, would that have been Notre Frank Dame? Lane? Notre Dame had just won. Who's their coach it, then? With, with Jack Snow and, yeah, and that yeah. that whole group. Yeah, um, John Ewart. They had just. They just won, won the had just. Parsegian, that's who it was, yeah. And, and frankly, the, 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 the person that was the most influential about helping me decide where I was going to end up going is that, um, so my, my dad went, to, he grew up in Chicago, went to Newt Rockney summer camp. So he was so gaga good, Notre Dame. All he wasn't, Notre he, Dame. So he, was, he, wasn't a good, he was not the right person <laughs> to be helping me decide. Um, but the guy that really um, helped me the most was the principal of St. Monica's. Who was the principal then? Father um, Belford. Oh wow! Yeah. So oh, he, I know him. He, um, he called me in, closed the door, and he goes, "This for a for a priest. This is this is kind of sacrilegious <laughs> for me to be doing this." But he goes, yeah. um, "Look, <laughs> what do you want to do I'm when you what do you want to do when you get out of school?" You know. And I said, "Well, I want to be a businessman." He goes, "Where do you want to live?" I said, "Southern California." He goes, "Go to SC." And right. so, um, and the, uh, part of the other, the other reason is uh, uh, my wife, Joanne, we grew up together. Sure. You know, that had been a long, long, been, yeah. been and, and yeah. the way it worked out, she went to school, Dominican College in San Rafael, okay. and I'm down here, <laughs> and we were together you're, a lot more than we, able, were, than we were apart. I would think that's against the vows of a uh, priest. They're supposed to all push Notre Dame. <laughs> <laughs> they were. <laughs> they they take that. I, I, I only thanked him for that because it really kind of helped me. Yeah, helped that me, was. Helped me focus. Yeah, Brunsford ended up eventually over St. Bernard when I was there. Yeah. Yeah, he, he'd been around. He'd been around a while. So you, you end up at SC. Besides um, John McKay um, recruiting you, did anybody uh, like who who uh, else came? Did anybody come to the house? Did they? So the guy that, that was really um, uh, the guy that was uh, really great with my my parents was Tommy Prothrow. Um, very cordial, you know, very slow talking, and uh, just loved to sit yeah. and chew the fat with with my parents. Uh, came to the house a couple times. You know, uh, if, I don't know if you remember uh, uh, Johnny Spratt's back rack. I've heard it that was name. on. Yeah. It's it's the Wilshire restaurant in Santa Monica. Okay, right, yeah, right, yeah, right, sure. Like on Twenty Third, Twenty Fourth Street. That was where he did all of his recruiting. Just like Julie's down at down it, at USC is where place. Tom McKay did. That's sure. where Tommy Prothrow did, did did all of his recruiting. So okay. had a couple meals with the coach, um, <laughs> and so Tommy Prothrow, um, you know, I turned him down there, and then I get drafted by the Rams, 
and and, and uh, guess who ends up being my coach? <laughs> that's that's Tommy him. Prothor. Isn't that fun? Yeah. And, <laughs> Comes uh, around. And so, and he really was, you know, it was great for me. Um, you know, he was a character of a guy. You know, you yeah. probably can see him with his little hat on. Bigger than life guy. Always carrying a briefcase and a Coke in the other hand. Yeah. And um, <laughs> unusual man. You, um, at USC, I uh, dug in and found this picture, which is... Uh, okay, that's, that's, that is brilliant. That's a, I got that ball. You did? Yeah, I got that ball. Some, I some have, newspaper I said have, I have that, that I have Al that. Sender outreached you. Yeah, he didn't. <laughs> he wouldn't go down on the ground to get the ball. I got went down on the ground to get the ball. That is brilliant. I'll, tell, is, you, I'll tell you another and, story. And I'll, I, tell you, I'll tell you another story. Yeah. You know Roy Firestone? Sure. Okay, this, this, this is about... Uh, maybe six or seven years ago, my my son-in-law is Adam Keefe, who played sure. pro- professional basketball, uh-huh. and so he's watching the the Roy Firestone show, and um, so and Lou Alcindor is on. Excuse me. At the at that time, yeah. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. At this right. time, he's Lou Alcindor. Yeah. yeah. So uh, you know, so Kareem's on there, and so so Roy asks him a question. He says, "Who, by the way, who's the dirtiest player that you ever played?" Dirtiest. With? Okay. Dirtiest. He said, a guy from SC, Bob Klein. Can you imagine that? All those years later, I made that impression upon that guy. <laughs> I love that. Well, there was, you, well, you know. You, and I got a feeling you were physical, not I was dirty. not dirty. I'm not, yeah. I don't have that in me. I'm just right. not. I, I got know, a feeling it was but, physical. Yeah, but the ball's down on the ground. You know, it was my ball just as much as it's your it ball. Is. And I, I know you've been listed at 6'5", so, 235, so, but you look you look closer to 250, or you look strong yeah, I was maybe two forty. Wow! But but you know, um, the uh, <laughs> uh, coach Mulligan, who was the freshman coach uh, okay. at the time, said, um, "You know, um, you 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 got to get a different game for this guy because you're you're not going to be able that you that shot you just tried to take it's going to come back down. You're going to eat <laughs> the ball, right? Right. So, so we played we played a little differently. That was the year that they the uh, the, fresh, the freshman beat the varsity." Absolutely. In the inter squad game. This, so, so yeah. For those who don't know, they, they it was a two time defending champion UCLA Bruins come to play the freshman to open Poly Pavilion. Yep. And and Lou Alcindor and company beat them by like twenty. And it was the year that had just opened. It was the first. And they season. just opened. Yeah. yeah How did you play? Um, I, I know on offense, I think you guys stalled to try to like work the clock a little bit. But how did you defend the greatest scorer in the history of basketball? Just leaned into him a little. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just try to like beat him to a spot? Yeah, I mean, what? A, yeah, I mean, what are you gonna do? If he holds the ball up, you, you, you hold the ball higher, and you can you jump. <laughs> and you know, you're fantastic. But it's I have great good memories of that part. That's of it. awesome. Yeah, because he remembers me. Thanks for watching and listening. Sports Stories with Denny Lennon is produced by me, Marley Rice, and Christine Jinbo. Directed by Chris M. Alport with studio support from Alpha Command Unit and shot by bad boy Bobby McCall. Original music courtesy of Lennon Music Production and original images courtesy of Sienna Lennon Photography. A big thank you to all of our contributors of the show. Sports Stories with Denny Lennon is a production of Sports Stories, Inc. and available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, YouTube, or wherever you watch and listen. Make sure you press that subscribe button, give us a review, leave a comment. It will really help us grow the show. And you know what else will help us grow the show? Head on over to patreon.com slash Jenny Lennon to get some never-before-seen videos, pictures, interviews, and so much more. 
We are all over social media and constantly sending out clips on Facebook, conducting fun polls on Twitter, going live on Instagram, and more. To find all of our social media links, hustle on over to sportsstoriesdl.com. SSDL proudly supports the My Stuff Bags Foundation and the Heroes Movement. Links to how you can support and help these foundations can be found on our website. We also want to give a big thank you to all of our partners of the show. So, as Coach Lena would say, any questions, comments, or concerns, you can email me, Marley, at info at sportsstoriespodcast.com. We want to thank all of our followers and listeners, and we will see you next time. I get up. And nothing keeps me down. I got it tough. Sports stories toughest around. Oh, can you see me here? I got my back against spaghetti. All sports stories, all that I see. Well, I might as well jump. Yeah, I might as well jump. Go ahead and jump. I might as well jump. Kick it out, book. <laughs>